Today's fresh manner, the road to Endor, 1 Samuel 28, 3-25. Samuel was now dead. All Israel had mourned his death and buried him in Ramah, his hometown. Saul had long since cleaned out all those who held Sions with the dead. The Philistines had mustered their troops and camped at Shunem. Saul had assembled all Israel and camped at Gilboa. But when Saul saw the Philistine troops, he shook in his boot, scared to death. Saul prayed to God, but God didn't answer, neither by dream, nor by sign, nor by prophet. So Saul ordered his officials, find me someone who can call up the spirits, so I may go and seek counsel from those spirits. His servant said, there's a witch at Endor. Saul disguised himself by putting on different clothing. Then taking two men with him, he went under the cover at night to the woman and said, I want you to consult a ghost for me. Call up the person I mean. The woman said, just hold on now. You know what Saul did? How he swept the country clean of mediums. Why are you trying to trap me and get me killed? Saul swore solemnly, as God lives, you won't get in any trouble for this. The woman said, so whom do you want me to bring up? Samuel, bring me Samuel. When the woman saw Samuel, she cried out loudly to Saul, Why did you lie to me? You're Saul. The king told her, You have nothing to fear. But what do you see? I see a spirit ascending from the underground. And what does he look like? Saul asked. An old man ascending, robed like a priest. Saul knew he was Samuel. He fell down, faced the ground and worshipped. Samuel said to Saul, Why have you disturbed me by calling me up? Because I'm in deep trouble, said Saul. The Philistines are making war against me and God has deserted me. He doesn't answer me anymore, either by prophet or by dreams. And so I'm calling on you to tell me what to do. Why ask me? Said Samuel. God has turned away from you and is now on the side of your neighbor. God has done exactly what he told you through me. Ripped the kingdom right out of your hands and given it to your neighbor. It's because he didn't obey God. Refused to carry out his setting judgment on Amalek that God does to you what he's doing today. Worse yet, God is turning Israel along with you over to the Philistines. Tomorrow, you and your sons will be with me. And yes, indeed, God is giving Israel's army up to the Philistines. Saul dropped to the ground, felled like a tree, terrified by Samuel's words. There wasn't an ounce of strength left in him. He'd eaten nothing all day and all night. The woman, realizing that he was in deep shock, said to him, Listen to me. I did what you asked me to do. Put my life in your hand in doing so. Carried out your instruction to the letter. It's your turn to do what I tell you. Let me give you some food. Eat it. It will give you strength so you can get on your way. He refused. I'm not eating anything. But when his servants joined the woman in urging him, he gave in to their plea, picked himself off the ground and sat on the bed. The woman moved swiftly. She butchered the grain-fed calf she had and took some flour, kneaded it and baked some flatbread. Then she served it all up for Saul and his servants. After dining handsomely, they got up from the table and were on their way that same night. Deceit never advances righteousness, and worldliness can never be used to achieve spiritual results. In God's eyes, witchcraft falls under the category of idolatry. People have been worshipping and seeking supernatural powers other than God since the beginning. Satan has used witchcraft to prevent people from finding holy spirituality in God alone. He uses witchcraft such as mediums, horoscopes and games to entice people away from God and towards a power that gives self-enlightenment. Let's face it, people love power. The deadlier, the better. In the last few years, witchcraft has steadily become an acceptable topic and practice in many areas of society. Sadly, some so-called Christians practice witchcraft. Unfortunately, 
People may not even be aware that they are involved in witchcraft because it's made to seem entertaining and innocent and may seem like a joke to many, but as listed in Galatians 5, 19-20. Even Christians are on the bandwagon of witchcraft. Adults and children alike are into programs like Harry Potter, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, games that teach how to cast spells, tarot card reading and much more that looks innocent but are deadly pastimes. As the old saying goes, the road to destruction is paved with good intention. Judgment will not be according to what we intend, but what we do and what we did. God does not reward us for good intentions, but for righteous works. Saul died in disobedience because he didn't obey God's word. Instead of seeking God, he went to a witch to seek guidance. Saul's intention was good, to inquire of the prophet Samuel. The just two problems here. Samuel was dead, and Saul was about to consult a witch a practice he had banned in the land in verse 3. So God's judgment of Saul was not on his intention or on his action. According to 2 Corinthians 5.10, we will appear before God for our actions and not intentions. Witchcraft, sorcery, magic and the likes are strongly condemned in the Bible in Exodus 22 verse 18. It seduces people from their alliance to God, whose judgment and guidance we should depend on. Peeking into the future is trying to assume God's place. The foretelling of future events corrupts the mind of people and leads them away from God and the revelation of his truth. In verses 7-9, to we find Saul, who knew how wrong witchcraft was, got so desperate for help that he turned to the wrong thing he had outlawed. We can never find help or answer from the creation. Only the creator knows and God knows and has what we need. God won't have wonders of witchcraft if it was good, and it will not be a secret practice, because every evil work is done under the cover of darkness, says Ezekiel 8, 7-12. But this generation has brought witchcraft and every idolatry we can think of into the open and even into the church, like Halloween, solstice, seances, and hexing. They are celebrated and applauded. They may look innocent and outwardly normal, but fully evil and destructive. The wide road is easy to travel on, as described in Matthew 7, 13, but it only leads to death. Dabbling in occultic or magic to gain sight of God and know his will are lies from the pit of hell, says Isaiah 8, 19-22. We do not find God by any means, only through Christ Jesus, according to Acts chapter 4, verse 12. The road to end all only leads to death. Prayer Lord God, Help me to know the truth of your word that can set me free from the deceitful lies of the enemy, so that I am not led astray in seeking you elsewhere. In Jesus' name, amen. Shalom.